This is an ABC podcast. Hi, I'm Kaya Handley. You're listening to the Newcastle Hunter Catch-Up, bringing you the local goods each and every weekday. Us as students are just, we're done with it. We really need something to happen now. Students at the University of Newcastle have protested how the uni handles issues of sexual assault. Lots to talk about. Let's get into it. The National Student Survey earlier this year revealed that nearly one in five University of Newcastle students experience some form of harassment. That protest was organised by Sarah Williams. She's the founder of domestic violence support group What Were You Wearing? She's really concerned about instances of harassment on campus. It's through the roof. It's the reason why we started What Were You Wearing? It's so unfair that survivors have to be asked questions and constantly every day do get asked questions. Um, And I guess it's what made us create this organisation to really put a stop to it. Sarah thinks that the uni needs to step up its response to this issue. You know, if they had done enough, they wouldn't be sitting at number eight. Um, they ranked eighth in Australia for the worst, one of the worst universities in dealing with sexual violence. She reckons the current system in place just isn't supporting students. We have campus care at the University of Newcastle who looks after survivors and there's only two workers in there for the millions and millions of students. So what can the university do? Can I kiss you? Yeah. That's how you do it. Check consent every time. Sarah wants to see mandatory consent education, like the kind the New South Wales government is rolling out. Holistic consent and sex education. We really want that to be brought into university students. The only people who get consent education at university are people who live in student accommodation. Choosing to protest is always a big call, and the group was supported by the local state member, a few bigwigs at the uni, but Sarah won't be satisfied until action is taken. That survey came out, those results, on March 23rd, and we still are yet to have anything organised or have anything really put um, in paper yet. Us as students are just, we're done with it. We really need something to happen now. If there had to be a word of the week, it would be moist. Things have been soggy around the Hunter, and even though we've had a couple of days of sunshine, the rain is all anyone can talk about. Am I right, Larise Dixon? Oh, yeah. Moist hits me right in my soul. <laughs> the word. It has been very squelchy outside, hasn't it? It's foul. Like, I'm so off it. What's it stopped you doing, the rain? Well, first of all, my washing, the same load has been on the line for five days straight. Whenever I think it has dried enough, no. And then I leave it overnight and it buckets rain again. So I'm excited to have that done, have some dry undies. Do you need to cupboard. rewash it? No, I've done a couple of sniff tests and I think they pass. Fingers crossed. (laughs) It also has sort of prevented me or maybe put me off going for a walk around Mm. my neighbourhood, but that hasn't stopped you, has it? Well, you've met my dog. She's a pain. She's an absolute 
gobby cow. And if I don't take <laughs> her for a walk, I am going to suffer the consequences. The ramifications of Elfie being in a bad mood <laughs> is not as bad as getting wet, is it? No, absolutely not. In all seriousness, though, well, you know, we might be a bit jack of it. It is making it hard for local sport around the Hunter. 70% of football pitches in the Hunter region have no drainage whatsoever. So that's uh, that's certainly an underlying reason of, of why people are so frustrated at the moment. Frankly, it's getting silly. As David Elan, CEO of Northern New South Wales Football, says it's getting hard to get players on the pitch. We've had 46% of our fixtures so far this season postponed. That's almost 350 fixtures. And when you get to the community level, it is just, it's magnified significantly every weekend that's called off. It is literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of fixtures. Play winter sport, they said. It'll be fun, they said. Here's hoping pitches dry out and you're scoring and saving goals again real soon. All right, now that the clouds are starting to part, are you ready to lace up your joggers? Get out and about. It's good for you even if you aren't always feeling it. In fact, there's a TikTok trend going around that's all about going for a stupid run for my stupid mental health. But it's more than just a TikTok trend. Oh, yeah, so we're starting to roll out this prescribing of park run. That's Dr Michelle Redford. She's jumped on board with this program to prescribe patients park run, your weekly 5K every Saturday organised by volunteers across the Hunter. Tell us the benefits, Doc. One area is the obvious one, which is physical activity, which we could probably all do with a bit more of. And the other thing, which maybe isn't so obvious, is about social connections, fighting loneliness and uh, making connections within your local community. Early last year I got health issues cancer-wise and I couldn't work and I was mostly at home all the time, couldn't go anywhere. That's Vince Parker from McCulley's Gap near Scone. I started going to the park run itself, just a social activity to get out from the house and meet some people in an outdoor environment. Yeah, still doing it and enjoying it. All right, those benefits, fresh air, check. Good vibes, check. Bit of cardio, check, check, check. Like it's certainly not a blanket intervention, but I'm very happy to discuss it with my patients as part of their overall management. Have you done this yet? <laughs> Reach for the prescription pad and perhaps just written down the two words park run and handed it across to a patient? <laughs> yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? The mechanics of prescribing. You know, <laughs> there is this thing with doctors who like handing over bits of paper. <laughs> so Vince, what do you reckon? Should I be joining the gang? Just a happy group of people doing like-minded things, encouraging each other. It was a boost for me, mind-wise sort of thing, just to get out and see people. You don't have to be first across the line. It's just making taking the first steps, the hardest step. I might catch you there, barcode in hand, this weekend, if the weather holds up. So now you know, those are the key stories from the Hunter region for today. Tell your friends and remember to subscribe to the Newcastle Hunter Catch-Up in the ABC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back tomorrow, rain or shine, with your wrap of the news you need to know in Newcastle and the Hunter.